Hallelujah. 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 Elaborata salaboroto sandalaboroto saya. Let's just get real old-fashioned for just a minute, and I want you to look at the person beside you and tell them, if you didn't come to praise him, come on, look them right in the eye and tell them, if you didn't come to praise him, you better not be trying to hinder me. I don't want you to look at the person beside you, behind you. I want you to give God your very best praise right where you are. No devil in hell's going to hinder my praise. No trial's gonna hinder my praise. Because he's good all the time. All the time. All the time. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him praise. Loose it, 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 loose it. Halaborata satayarabotosa. I rebuke complacency. I rebuke it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give us breakthrough, God. Give us deliverance, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Psalm chapter 33. Psalm chapter 33. Brother Mueller did not realize. Maybe he did, but I don't believe he realized how in tune he was with the Spirit when he said that someone is going to receive a new thing from the Lord today. We're going to read very quickly Psalm 33 and 3, and then we're going to move and you'll just have to follow me as best you can. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right and all his works are done in truth. Psalm 40 and 1. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay. And set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth. Psalm 98, 1. Oh, sing unto the Lord a... Eh? New song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. Psalm 144, 9, I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, upon a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings will I sing unto thee. Psalm 149 and 1, praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. And my main text, Psalm 137 and 1, we find... 
the children of Israel in captivity in the land of Babylon. Verse 1, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. For they there that carried us away captive required of us a song. And they that wasted us required of us mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Verse 4, they asked a question. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? And I'd like to preach how to sing the Lord's song in a strange land. Could you lift up your hands and let's sing this song together? Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Let it take you back to Sunday school. Let's sing it again. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me the bible tells me so they tease me for singing it all the time but it's in my heart sometimes i just have to sing oh how i love jesus is that your song oh how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. And here's why. Because he first loved me. Could you lift up your hands and thank him right now all across this room? God, we give you our song today. We give you our song today, Jesus. <laughs> yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. Anybody feel the Holy Ghost in an old song? Just an old sweet song that we sing to our children. Hallelujah. You may be seated. 
I don't know how it is for you, but there have been more times in my life than I can even count when I've been in the midst of a trial that seemed insurmountable, a problem that seemed unsolvable, a situation where it seemed like there was no light at the end of a tunnel. And I had prayed all the prayers that I knew how to pray, and I had done all of the things that I knew how to do, and I had exhausted all of my resources, and my abilities were insufficient. And finally, I was left simply relying on Jesus. And in those moments, during those times of waiting, when I found myself trying to tap into a peace that the psalmist said passes understanding, a love that is said to cast out fear. Many times in those moments, the Lord came to me in a song. Many times I have been ushered into the presence of the Holy Ghost through the ministering of a song. Many times God has spoken to me in powerful and intense ways through the ministry of a song. He speaks in a song that will minister to you at that very moment in time. Songs that have been written by people who have gone through exactly what you're going through right now. And when you are in the midst of a trial, perhaps God will give you a song that no one has ever sang before. And when your soul doesn't feel like singing an old song, a new melody will begin to fill your heart. It's very important that we never stop singing our song unto the Lord. Our song is a testimony of the goodness of God. It's a testimony of the grace of God. Our song is literally the word of our testimony. The Bible says that they overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And I'm going to tell you why we sing when we come to church. We don't just do it because it sounds good and it's a part of a program. We sing songs that are unto the Lord because it is the word of our testimony. And it is by our testimony and the blood of Jesus that we will overcome every obstacle and every attack that the enemy brings into our life. Singing is so interesting because it's almost like talking, but there's a strange continuity that develops. When we sing, especially in worship, our voices convey emotions and expressions that we usually do not show when we're simply talking. We sing in melodies, notes, and keys. Music causes our emotions to swell, and we feel a liberty that we usually do not feel when we're simply talking. That's why I don't encourage you to do it, but you could go to a secular concert, maybe a rock concert, maybe a different kind of concert, where they are not there to magnify the name of Jesus. But I'll tell you what you will feel in that moment. You will feel an emotional surge. In fact, I have observed people in various types of musical concerts where there was not an intention to lift up the name of Jesus and yet their hands were raised and they were swaying from side to side. I have seen people weep 
under the inspiration of a song that was ungodly because music by design was created by God. By the way, I don't have time to preach this, but music was not created in this world. Music was created before this world. And music is intensely powerful and intensely spiritual. The wrong kind of music can damage your mind and damage your heart. But the song of the church, the song of the redeemed, the song of the Lord, it can renew your strength. It can lift you up with wings of eagles. It can remind you of what God has done for you and what God can do for you. And the devil wants nothing more than to steal your song. He wants to take your song from you. Now, some people sing in in keys that don't exist. And some of us make a joyful noise. But it doesn't matter because to the Lord, every song sung with joy has a beautiful melody. And so I encourage everyone in this church, refuse the temptation to be a bystander during the worship service. Refuse the temptation to view the singing as a concert. We didn't come to church to have a concert. I don't care how good they sing. And we have some of the finest singers in all of America that stand up and sing at Apostolic Tabernacle. We have a music minister in this church who's in the top. 100 Christian charts and he is humble about it and his wife is too and I'm thankful for it but we didn't come to receive a concert and just to hear a good melody and to be entertained we came to lift up the word of our testimony we came to magnify the name of Jesus don't sit there with your mouth closed make a joyful noise all ye people shout unto God with a voice of triumph Magnify the Lord with a song. Magnify the Lord with a song. I could, I could go on and on and on. Some of the most powerful moments. When God called me to preach, and I can tell you there have been moments when the devil whispered in my ear, and he tried to make me doubt my calling as a man of God. But I can go back to the moment when God called me because there was a song that was being sung. I remember the song that they were singing. I was lying on my face in an old-fashioned camp meeting, and the air conditioning was broken that night. I was was sweating through my tan suit I looked like I was a crazy person but God was speaking to me and I could hear him say you're going to preach the gospel whatever it means whatever it takes wherever I call you to go you're going to be a preacher of the gospel and they sang that song and I can go back to the song of Zion I could take you back to that altar I could take you to the tear stains on the concrete I can take you to the song and the melody and the note because there was a song and the voice of God and there was a testimony that God placed there's something spiritual there's something supernatural there is something powerful when we combine music and song with the word of the Lord and our testimony I went to general conference as a young man in the days when general conference was 20 to 30,000 people gathered in a stadium and I remember the late great Merle Ewing standing up in the middle of that conference, and he began to sing Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, 
but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. And you just have to hear Merle Ewing and know how he would sing with that cry in his voice, Bishop Cole. He would say, amazing grace. How sweet the sound that had saved. And 20,000 people began to sing in unison. Amazing how sweet the sound and I saw a man get up out of a wheelchair who had been crippled his entire life as they were singing the song of the Lord the word of a testimony put to music created an environment of faith where people were getting up out of wheelchairs I saw a blind man with a guide dog and sunglasses he took off his glasses and let go of the leash of the guide dog and he began to dance before the Lord and he cried out I can see, I can see, because we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. That's why you can hear a secular song that moves you emotionally, but you will never receive a miracle through it. You might weep, you might cry, you might dance, you might gyrate, you might even have a demonic out-of-body experience, but you will never see a miracle and you will never feel the touch of the Holy Ghost and speak in other tongues to the songs of Babylon. The songs of Babylon will not set you free, but the... But the song of the redeemed uh, will break chains uh, and loose things in the spirit. The Bible says that Lucifer was reflecting the glory of God in heaven. He was wearing all sorts of jewels and sapphires and diamonds and various precious stones. When Lucifer moved, the Bible says that music would literally come. It would radiate from him. He was a beautiful creature. He forgot that he was a reflection of the glory of God. And he began to feel as if the glory was emanating from him. But all glory comes from God alone. If you have a reflection of glory in your life, it did not come from within you. It came from God. And if you have an anointing on your life, you better never start believing that that anointing came from your greatness. It came from God and God alone. It is the spirit of Lucifer. It is the spirit of Babylon. And it is the spirit of the Antichrist that says I can lay hands on the sick in my greatness and watch them recover. It is the spirit of Lucifer that says I can cast out demons. No! It all is because of the glory of God. If you have any good thing, it came from God. If you have any talent, it came from God. If you have any anointing, it came from God. If you have any peace, it came from God. If you have any joy it came from God and Lucifer forgot Lucifer forgot and so he lost it all he was cast out and after Lucifer was cast out of heaven there doesn't seem to be any record in the scriptures of a song ever being sung in heaven again I know that we doubt that because we typically read the scriptures and overlook this we know that the angels speak words of worship in heaven. The Bible says that they say, holy, holy is the Lord. 
They cry one to another, worthy, worthy is the Lord. As a matter of fact, when the angels appeared before the shepherds, they were not singing. The Bible says they were saying, glory to God in the highest and in earth peace and goodwill towards men. However, there will be a song in heaven again, but that song will come when the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is raptured and taken away from mortality and transported into immortality. And the Bible says we will sing a song in heaven, a new song unto the Lord. The song stopped when Lucifer left, but the song is alive and well in the church. That's why we sing on Sunday morning. We're getting our choir ready for the heavenly choir. That's why we dance in church. We're getting a foretaste. We're just getting a taste of what heaven is going to be like. I don't know why we have to be all emotional, Brother Ryan. I'll tell you why. Because when you are standing in the city of lights and the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ is radiating all around you and you look at your robes of pure white and you realize, in spite of cancer, I made it to glory. In spite of depression, I made it to heaven. In spite of the devil, I made it by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony don't you dare tell me when you get to heaven you're going to sit there silently you're going to say thank you Jesus I made it and you better go ahead and learn how to do it right here and now because the church is bringing the song back to heaven We're going to sing worthy is the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. We're going to sing worthy, worthy, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Only he is worthy to open the book. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever and ever. That's going to be our song night and day, day and night. We will sing. And that's why the devil wants to steal your song here and now. Because if you lose your song here, you will never, you will never sing your song there. The devil would love to pressure you, strong arm you into silence. We see that in Psalms 137, speaking of those Jews who were in captivity by the rivers of Babylon. The Bible says that they wept when they remembered Zion. They hung their harps upon the willows. They put their instruments away. I want to just pause and mention something to you. When they were in Babylon, They did not begin singing the songs of Babylon. Sometimes people start singing the Babylon songs because, well, we're here. We might as well fit in. They wept when they remembered Zion. They hung their harps up on the willows. And they said, how in the world? How in the world, how in the world will we ever sing the old song again? Will we ever sing Amazing Grace again? 
Will I ever be able to sing, yes, Jesus loves me again? Will I ever feel that anointing that I used to feel? Will I ever feel it again? Will we ever dance like David danced again? I don't know. Because right now, we've been taken captive in Babylon. They became so despondent that the Babylonians actually became angry with them. They said, stop pouting. You're in a beautiful place. There are cities here. There is abundance of food. There's wealth here. We have the finest entertainment in all of the world. Does that sound like the world we live in right now? There are all kinds of distractions for you to be involved in. We're not putting you in prisons. Did you know when they brought them to Babylon, they didn't put them in prisons. They didn't put them in chains. They just let them live like all the other Babylonians. By the way, that's what the devil's trying to do to the American church today. He'd like to convince you you're not in captivity because you can't see chains and he tells you just go ahead and eat and drink and be merry and participate in everything Babylon is doing but the church has to stand up and recognize that we are called to be holy and separated unto the Lord I will not eat the king's meat I don't care if I'm in Babylon no my God told me not to touch it and I don't care if you put me in jail I'm not eating that meat I'm not singing your song Babylon didn't want them to sing the songs of Babylon. They had plenty of rappers and rock stars and pop stars and Justin Bieber's to sing the songs of Babylon. They had plenty of Oprah's to go ahead and do all the things that Babylon wanted them to do. What they really wanted is for the church to put on a little show for them. Give us an old-fashioned gospel concert. Sing like David used to sing. They wanted them to be like puppets. Just go ahead. Give us that old time religion for just a minute. We want to see what it used to be like back when you were powerful. Back when you were slinging stones and giants were falling. Sing the songs they used to sing about how David slew his tens of thousands. Go ahead. Sing one of those songs. It was a mockery unto the Lord and they knew it. Babylon was really mocking God's people. Go ahead and sing one of those songs that used to give you comfort and see if it comforts you now. Go ahead and sing one of those songs of yesteryear and see how it feels when you sing it now. And that's exactly where the devil has some of you this morning. You can't worship. You can't sing. You can't praise. You can't loose yourself because the enemy's whispering in your ear saying, go ahead and look at where you are. You're hurting. You have sickness in your body. You don't know how you're going to pay the bills. Your kids aren't serving God. They're not doing right you can't even get dominion over your own life go ahead and try to sing the old song go ahead go ahead and sing the song they sang the night you got the holy ghost go ahead and sing the song they sang over you when you came up out of the waters of baptism i dare you to sing that song i dare you to see if you feel what you felt back when you sang it the first time somebody needs to go ahead and rebuke the devil and say devil Shut your mouth. They demanded a song. And the people of God were so despondent that they cried out, How? How? I can feel your heart. That's somebody's 
exact words. How? You've been asking the Lord, how? How am I going to do that? How could I ever do that? How can we sing the Lord's song in the strange land of Babylon? You have to understand when you talk about those Jews in captivity included great men like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We're familiar with all of their stories and yet their song was missing. They could remember the prophet Jeremiah and all of his prophecies. They could remember the anointing. They could remember the temple. They could remember the walls. They could remember the incense of praise. But they could not go back. They could not experience it. All they had was memories of better days. They remembered when the men would go into the temple and dance unto the Lord with all of their might. They could remember when the women began to dance alongside Miriam after God destroyed Pharaoh and his armies uh, and they began to sing some trust in horses and some in chariots but we will remember the name of the Lord our God uh, they are brought down and fallen low but we are risen and we stand upright uh, they remembered those songs uh, but they couldn't sing that song uh, because they were in bondage and so they took their harps and they hung them high and they said all of our joy is in yesterday all of our victories are in yesterday. How can we sing the Lord's song? How can we be happy when there's nothing to be happy about? How can we look forward to a future when it seems like our best days are over? Hey, how can we sing the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want when we don't feel like it? How can we sing about a Red Sea when we look up and see a king who has dominion over us? How can we sing a song about rejoicing when we don't feel like rejoicing? How can we sing this is the day that the Lord has made when it feels like a day that Nebuchadnezzar has made? How can we sing the songs we used to like when we can't find the strength to sing them anymore? But let me tell you how to sing the Lord's song in a strange land. Open up your mouth in the middle of Babylon. Open up your mouth in the middle of pain. Open up your mouth in the middle of depression. Open up your mouth when you're staring Nebuchadnezzar down. Open up your mouth in the middle of a fiery furnace. Open up your mouth when the king's music begins to play. And he says, everybody bow down at the golden image. Open up your mouth. Square back your shoulders and sing unto the Lord a new sing unto the Lord a new song a new song give him the new song in the middle of disappointment when you don't know the way out and you don't know the answer and you don't know the future sing unto the Lord's song before you came to Babylon you didn't know what a fiery furnace was now you're going to sing a song about how God was with you in the fire before you came to Babylon you'd never seen Nebuchadnezzar's statue but now you know if you don't bow you're going to have victory and so you start singing songs like I will not bend I will not bow they can put me in the fire I'll come out somehow 
You've got a new song for a new day because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad. Look up to heaven. Look up to heaven because you can find a new song because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when you don't like where you are right now, start singing about the promises of God. If you don't like the circumstances you're in right now, you start singing and saying something like this. The Lord will make a way where there seems to be no way. I don't know how, but he'll bring Bring me through somehow. Sing unto the Lord a new song. As the musicians come, if you will open up your mouth and begin to sing, God will put a new song in your heart. If you read through the Psalms and you look at David, I have been struck over and over in my ministry and my life. How many times the Psalms of David are so different from the songs that you'll hear on the fish? I like the fish. Not listen to the fish. It's fine. I enjoy it. But if you read through David, you will see at the beginning of the song, everyone said song. Oftentimes it would be like this. My heart is distressed. My enemies are encamped round about me. My enemies desire to eat up my flesh. It feels like all of my bones are broken. My heart is so heavy within me. I don't know how I'm going to get up. Lord, it feels like you've forsaken me. That's how it began. Because he was singing the song that was in his heart. Because he was singing about what he was really going through. But when he would get to the end, you can tell when the anointing started to move on him. You could tell that he started off carnal. I'm preaching to somebody right now. Because when you start singing a new song, you're going to start off weary and carnal and downtrodden. But when you open up your mouth and cry out to God, you might start off saying things like, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get the job. I don't know how I'm going to get the bills paid. I don't know if or when my kids will ever be saved. But if you keep on singing, you'll get somewhere where you'll start saying, oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Somebody ought to run to this altar and just start singing a new song unto the Lord. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what has you bound. I don't know what change you see. But just run to this altar. Throw up your hands. Square back your shoulders. Lift up your voice. And let God 
put a new song in your heart. Let God give you a new anointing. Let God give you a fresh touch. Let God give you a refilling. Don't come quietly. Don't come silently. Get your harps off the willow trees. Pick your praise back up. Pick your shout back up. Pick your dance back up. Hey! Breakthrough in my heart. Breakthrough in my mind. Breakthrough in my spirit. Breakthrough in my soul. Breakthrough in my weakness. Breakthrough in my struggle. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough in my worship. Breakthrough in my praise. Breakthrough in a lifting glorify your name. Breakthrough in a dance. Breakthrough in a shout. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough in my heart. Breakthrough in my mind. Breakthrough in my spirit. Breakthrough in my soul. Breakthrough in my weakness. Breakthrough in my struggle. You are the God. Some of you still haven't you opened your mouth. Some of you still haven't opened your mouth. Open up your mouth. Break through in a shout. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough in my heart. Breakthrough in my mind. Breakthrough in my spirit. Breakthrough in my soul. Breakthrough in my weakness. That's it. That's it. Breakthrough in my struggle. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough in my worship. Breakthrough in my praise. Breakthrough in my That's it. That's it. That's the new song. That's the new song. You are the God. You are the God of the breakthrough. You are the God of the breakthrough. And when I can't see my way through, and I really don't know what to do, I look to you. Fall down when I shout through Strongholds break when I pay through So I'm gonna praise you You are the God You are the God of the breakthrough You are the God of the breakthrough